that's a small context, right? I'm going to lose weight for my sister's wedding, but allowing the space of, okay, I'm going to be a mentor for women and I'm, I'm going to be a leader for women to increase our own personal power, our power and influence in this world and completely transform the world that we live in. That's big, right? Welcome to the Allured Life Podcast. My name is Katie Christ, and in 2016, I wrote down in a journal that I was going to become unapologetically my best self. And my purpose is to help women do the same, whether that's overcoming body image issues, creating next level inner confidence, or up-leveling our emotional intelligence and sense of worth. I believe that by investing in and developing who we are, we can exponentially transform the world we live in. My mission is to create power and influence in the hands of women. These are conversations for those ready to rise. This is the Allured Life Podcast. <laughs> Let's go all in. Okay. Hey, friends. Um, welcome to this week's podcast, all going in on context of what is context, why this is, is this important. Um, and it, honestly, it was inspired by, again, something that I've been really diving into and learning a little bit more so, because I am so dang obsessed with asking the question and really understanding how, why do some people achieve insane results in their lives? Um, again, whether it's like creating body transformation or financial transformation and tra financial success, um, having a relationship of their absolute dreams. And then others just struggle. Others, it's just like, ah, like I, I just, I, I want it so much, but why am I not getting it? And this was inspired by a one-on-one -on -one session with a client of mine. Um, so let me kind of tell you where she was at in her story. And let me see if you relate to this because I know I for sure did. Um, but she was asking, she's been kind of, she's balancing a lot. <laughs> um, she is that like CEO woman, like mom at home, running a nonprofit, like caring for her little, her babies, caring for a newborn, um, all the things. And she definitely, um, things kept happening where one kid, kids were like out of school and now you're figuring out daycare. And then her newborn baby was going to daycare for the first time, I guess not newborn. Um, he was born like, and I believe early in or late in 2022. So not newborn, but <laughs> newborn for me, little baby. Um, and so she finally was able to get him into daycare and then he got sick and he's been sick for the past 10 days. And so she asked me the question of, again, our focus was really helping with not only around nutrition and kind of adding in exercise habits and really making those rock solid for her, but also too with time management and coming into and acting every day as her best self. So incorporating what we originally discussed as her motivating factor for the why she was doing the one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, her the program. And for her, it was really, um, again, because she kind of, she came to me, I'll, I'll explain what a motivating factor is. Um, so this is something that when women come to me, a lot of the times it's, I want to lose weight. Like I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to look like this. Da, 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 da. So very appearance-based um, focus for their health. And the first, very first thing that anybody should do when they do have a health ambition is to make sure that it is not appearance-based whatsoever. 
um, this is what I, I received my um, master's degree in was studying body image perception. Um, and the thing that I found time and time again, research article after research article after research article was how detrimental appearance-based motivations for our health actually is for <laughs> kind of being consistent um, an appearance-based motivation actually leads to higher body appreciation or body negativity. Um, and which is kind of correlated to not kind of, it is correlated to less, um, wellness behaviors. So less likely to actually achieve and be consistent with wellness behaviors. So to put that, like wrap it up in a little bow, if you have an appearance-based motivation, such as to lose weight, to look a certain way, to tone your arms or your abs or get the six pack abs. If that is your why, if that's the focus, if that's the motivation, you are more likely to increase your negative body image perception. And you are more likely to not be consistent in developing wellness habits and behaviors. <laughs> so completely counter, which actually, if you think about it a little bit, um, the health and wellness industry is an industry and they want clientele to always be buying products, always be kind of purchasing exercise programs, purchasing supplement. Like it's an industry. So if we can get people to still stay on the hamster roller coaster, whatever hamster wheel, what better way than to focus on appearance? Because then it just, it's like, Oh, I feel like I, I have this urge. I have this ambition to change the way that my body looks. And you get that a little kind of inertia right away, right? We've all kind of been there and then it dwindles and you start all over again and you still feel worse about your body. So you're like, oh, I gotta keep going at it. Gotta keep going at it. Gotta keep like eating like this. But the habit implementation is just so hard because research shows that when there is an appearance-based focus, you're less likely to be consistent and to create those new habits. So long tangent. <laughs> um, Therefore, when I immediately, honestly, anybody that comes into my circle, my community, anytime that I'm talking with anybody about creating wellness and health goals and weight loss goals, honestly, the first thing is to get out of the, the um, appearance-based motivation. And so how I do this with women is super, super simple. And it's just asking and it's getting at your motivating factor and say, okay, you say that you want to look this way. You want to um, lose this amount of weight. Why is that important? Or what will that give you? And I keep asking that question and keep going at it until it is like between a zero and a 10, 10 being this is the most important thing that I could possibly ever focus on currently in this season of my life. Your motivating factor factor, your answer to why is this important has to be between an eight and a 10 minimum. If you are like, yeah, but nope, <laughs> like it's not even there. It's not even close enough. So this is where it's like, I almost have women write down, draw a ladder and just like, so two lines, parallel lines, and then horizontal lines, just to represent you going up this value-based ladder and at the bottom say, okay, here is my, I want to lose weight. And then right above that, ask the question, why is losing weight important for me? What is important about that for me? 
and then I have them write it in at the next ring and then whatever their answer is. So a lot of the times it's, oh, I'll be so much more confident in myself. Okay. What is important about that for you or what will confidence bring you? And then you write it in the, in the ladder above. So super, super simple. Um, and really eye-opening too, because it does take a little bit. You're like, oh, I don't know. I just want to lose weight. If that's where you're currently at, because I've had women be like, I don't know, Kate, I just want to lose weight. Like my life is great. I just want to lose weight. I would still say, like, ask yourself, why is this important? Um, because it goes with your context. And that's what this conversation is all about. So <laughs> I know I went on a little bit of a tangent, um, but this is good background information of where my client was at. So she was in a spot of, I asked her, I was like, okay, what would make this one-on-one session really, really impactful for you? And she goes, how do I get back on track? How, again, she had a sick baby. Um, her, her partner and another kid were out of town. So she didn't have as much help at home. Um, she's again, she is an amazing woman, just balancing so many things. Um, and so she said, how do I just, how do I get back on track? How do I get back? And honestly, and, and this is something that it's, we think, right. How to get it back on track. It seems so hard a lot of the times, right? Because how it took us forever to <laughs> actually get consistent with the habits and getting into exercising and eating a certain way. Like it takes a long time and it takes struggle. It takes breaking down old habits and incorporating and figuring out how do I get this into my daily routine and focus in on this. Like it takes a long time. And then when we fall off track, quote unquote, we're like, oh no, it's going to take us so long to get, like, I remember the struggle. We remember the pain to get to where we started. Right. And so it's almost like, ah, like I personally, anytime that I use the phrase, how do I get back on track? It almost was like a little voice in my head. was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I remember how painful it was to get on track because <laughs> we think, and this is something that I did that is completely wrong. We think that getting back on track is it'll take a long time. It'll take, it'll be hard. And what I've realized, the more that I have been experiencing this myself and going through this process myself of really aligning with feminine energetics um, and also kind of the, the stories and the transformations that I've seen other women that I've coached with go through, it doesn't take long at all. In fact, it is just a choice. It is to choose to come back to your context. So I told that to my client and she was like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know all I have to be like when I'm in bed and I'm like, I have had a horrible night's sleep because the baby is sick and he isn't sleeping. I know that when I'm laying in bed, I just have to choose to do it. It's like that, <laughs> that Nike saying like, just do it. Um, and I was like, no, 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 no. That's not it. It's, it's not like and that was my failure too. I thought that when you have a goal, you have an ambition and you don't want to do it, your way to get over that, 
to get back on track was, okay, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just muscle memory. Just like go grind through it. No, it's, I mean, it, it, it gets there, but there's a lot of resistance happening with that. Right. Imagine you're, have you ever laid in bed and you're exhausted and you, the alarm clock goes off and you're like, Oh, just do it. Just like go and work out, just go and work out. Uh, and you have that choice of, do I sleep in or do I go and move my body? Like I have been trying to do the past couple of weeks. Um, and, but then you have that kind of constant fight of, but I didn't really get that much sleep. Do I sleep more? Is that better for my health or nope? Just like, let's just do it. Just do it. That is a very resistance based path right there. There's a lot of struggle and turmoil going on right there. It can be so much easier by coming back and choosing your context. So I mentioned this in last week's episode, if you um, listen to that, of how important it is for us to have a big context versus a small context. So let me, again, go back into, (laughs) this is a little bit of like a piecing everything together, but it will be really impactful because I know that when I I play around with this, I'm like, oh, I get the chills Um, because it makes things so much easier. And again, we're going back to the whole question of how do some people achieve exponential, amazing results in their lives and how do others just don't? Why is it such a hard struggle for me or for my life and what the things that I've gone through? Like how, why, why can't I just be like that other person who everything looks great? Um, (laughs) This is where like, yeah, sometimes it's a fake, like it's a farce. I think, I think that's the word farce. (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? Um, but there are women and I've seen it who exponentially like quantum leaping in their lives and in their body and in their health and their relationships. And this is what I'm learning from them. And the number one thing is that your context of how you do everything of how you live life is everything. And so what is your context? So your context is this energetic bubble, I would say, like kind of how I envision this is energetic bubble. And when you're in it, it's how you do everything. It's your mission. It's your passion. It's your purpose. It's your vision for your life. It's your dreams. It's your desire. It's the context of how you're living your life. Because we've had different contexts, right? There's a difference between, um, let's say I'm getting ready to do this presentation. There's a different context of how I'm going to do my hair and how I'm going to do my makeup versus the context of I am going to rush out and I'm doing, I'm going to go work out, right? There's a different context of how I get ready. Um, There's a different context of, let's see, of, of when... Um, I'm going to be getting interviewed um, on a podcast and how I present myself and how I dress versus how the context, again, of um, I'm going to go and just do work in front of a computer. I I dress differently. For you, it could be there's a different context of, um, let's say, how you eat in front of um, your, your significant other's parents for the first time when you're meeting them for the very first time versus when you are absolutely 
ravenous and starving and so hungry. And you're just like, give me the pizza. (laughs) So that's the way that we do things in life are completely different based on our context. And this is where, again, so the focus and the dream and the vision, um, so important in terms of our health and our wellness and our life too. And there's a difference between having a very small context for our life, for our purpose, for our goals and our ambitions versus having a very big context. So let's kind of give an example of what a small context would be. So a small context would be, I want to lose weight um, in six months for uh, this, let's say, okay, my sister gets married next week. I want to lose weight. And let's say in January, I said, I want to lose weight for my sister's wedding. Um, Or I'm getting married in February. So even saying right now, if if I was in January and I said, I want to lose weight for, um, to fit into this dress by February of 2023, (laughs) very small context because you're pushing in. um, And this is kind of what determines how big your context is, is, is when you can really feel the failures like that. You can feel if, if, again, let's go back with, we'll celebrate my sister. Um, If I said, I want to lose weight for my sister's wedding in like a month. I know I'm giving, I'm, I should have just stuck with one example. Um, very small context, because if I don't lose weight in the first two weeks of the month, what I'm going to be like, oh, uh, nope, not going to happen. Failure. <sighs> or if I have pizza one night, failure. That's a small context. So small context, even thinking about it too, like, like make your bubble small and things of, think of it. It's, it's an energetic bubble. Our context is, um, this is where, again, we're leaning into the feminine energetics. And so when your context is small, how much room do you have in those, the particles that are moving around? That is your life, your thoughts, your feelings, your experience, everybody else that's coming into play there. It's a small space. And so these energetic, like, of who you are, of how you're moving around every single day, how you're talking, all of that is energy, right? And when our context is really, really small, they hit each other, they bounce around, they like, you feel the failure so much, you feel the successes a lot too, but like things just kind of mess up everything and you feel the failures. That's like the number one cue of if your context is too small, you feel the failures very, very, very much and they define you you start to create a definition of, oh, this is like who I am. I'm a failure. And they derail you really, really quickly as well. Versus having a big context allows space for you for so much to happen in your life. You allow, again, expand this context bubble to be exponential. If you have a big, big context And imagine everything that you can have energetically in that bubble. It's exponential, right? So you can receive and experience so many things and you can also hold the failures and the bumps in the road and the things that make you kind of question yourself. You can hold it so much better. So let's give an example of what a a big context would be. Um, Let's say in terms of your health and wellness. Um, so this could be 
I am like living into the most vibrant, energetic body of my dreams. That's a big, bigger context than I'm going to lose weight for my sister's wedding in a month. This is allowing space of, or I am um, JLo's body in the making or JLo's energy in the making. I know that <laughs> again, I mentioned that in last episode, I watched, um, her Netflix documentary, um, halftime, which I was just obsessed with. So it is, it's, it's just like, if you have, if you experience of, or I am in the making of the most beautiful, alluring, energetic, vibrant life and body, that I possibly can imagine that I can't even exponentially experience. Like that's a big context that allows for you of if you have a slice of pizza one, one night, or if you don't lose weight in one week, does that negate your context? It doesn't, it really doesn't. So that's where it's like, we have to hold our, our vision for our life. If we want exponential results in our life. We cannot have a small context because again, when we have a small context, there's not a lot of available spaces for miracles to happen, for growth to happen because it truly is the smaller the context. It's like, it's either you either get it or you don't. It's drawing a line in the sand. It's either you succeed or you don't. And you feel that harder versus if the context is so much bigger, if you allow space for you to really dream up you allow space for insane amount of things to happen in your life that you couldn't even like realize would be possible for you. And two, you increase your level of personal power because you understand and you're able to hold that you failing isn't just a, it's not a failure. It's not a definition of who you are um, or who you are becoming or who you are in lack of. It's no, I get to use that as my arsenal. And that's actually creating and helping me become this version of this context for me. Because you get to utilize that and you might not realize it at the time, but you do, you, you get to say like, okay, I don't realize this at the time, but I know in hindsight, this is going to be a gift for me. All right, we've all heard that before of <laughs> like, everything happens for a reason. Like, this is just a gift in the making. And you're like, you're a load of BS. But if you have such a big context of, okay, I am going to, like, this is one that I'm playing around with is I'm going to be like, hold space for women to reclaim their personal power and to significantly increase their power and influence in this world by becoming the most confident version of myself. And through the lessons and the failures, I'm going to learn and be able to mentor women to do the same. Like that's a bigger context versus I'm just going to lose weight and be the most confident. Like that's a small context, right? I'm going to lose weight for my sister's wedding, but allowing the space of, okay, I'm going to be a mentor for women and I'm, I'm going to be a leader for women to increase our own personal power, our power and influence in this world and completely transform the world that we live in. That's big, right? And I can't sit there and be like, like, how do I do that? I, I don't know, but I feel it in my bones. Like that's what the context is. You have to feel it in your soul. 
And by having the understanding that like, I am going to learn and grow and evolve through my own failures, because I know I'm going to be able to let, like teach other women, my children, how to do the same. And I know that that's going to create a different world that we live in. How much more powerful is that going through of you wake up in the morning and you're like, I'm like exhausted. Do I go to bed? Do I like keep sleeping or do I get up and work out? And you start to know what the right answer is. Because some days it might be, okay, sleep in. That's what your body needs. Versus other days it's going to be like, nope, it's to exercise. But right now, a lot of us have a small context where that path is muddled. We don't see the path as clearly as possible. But with feminine energetics, this path can be, it can become so clear and so effortless. And so it can become the path, the path of least resistance. Because here's another thing of, again, Let's go back to my conversation with this client of mine. Um, Because again, we were talking about, and she asked, okay, how do I get back on track? And I say, you choose your context. And so for her, she was like, okay, I know I need to like go back and, and like go back to my motivating factor. And so I then checked in with her motivating factor and was like, okay, let's see actually how big this motivating factor is for her. Or if she might be, making it smaller than we realized it. So her motivating factor is to be a patient and present mama. So she realized that her health and wellness um, really did kind of correlate and, and help her become, like if she could figure out how to be energetically sound and, and like the reason why she wanted to focus in on her health and wellness is because she wants to become the most like patient and present mama for her kids and her, her spouse, her family. So family was a huge value for her. And when we checked in on it, she was like, yeah, but I don't think I'm like, I get overwhelmed because I'm really not being present with my kids. And it dawned on both of us at the same time. We're like, oh, so having this conversation of creating a really big context and then checking in with our motivating factor, we realized her context or her motivating factor was actually a small context for her. Because by saying I am a patient and present mama, that was a small context of you're either it specifically, it was about the present that, that only that one word that present was causing her a small context because in her mind, she's either present or she's not, there's not a lot of room for fluctuation. So you're like, Oh, okay. We need to create a bigger context. And here are kind of two factors that will help you realize whether or not your context is big enough. So the first one is that it cannot be unraveled by a train of thought. So you can't sit there and say, okay, so I'm going to lose weight. My context is, let's even just say I'm going to become the most confident version of myself. Let's say that's your context and you can unravel it pretty easily with a train of thought of, oh, but 
okay, yesterday I didn't really like show up very confident. I'm actually like, oh, was I confident in that situation? Oh, am I feeling confident right now? No, I'm actually looking at myself in the mirror right now. And I'm like really kind of like picking apart myself. Like, nope, am I, nope, okay. Mm. You can, we have a million thoughts a day, a million times, a million times, a million. like there's endless amounts of thoughts. If your context can be unraveled by your train of thought where you can find it not to be true, then it's not big enough. Because again, think of my context. And again, I'm, I'm working through this right now of, of what is my actual context, but it is I am creating and becoming a leader for women and helping women realize their own personal power and through my own failures and through my own like understanding of who I'm confident, I know I can guide and mentor women to do the same. So there's, there's that space right there of, even if I don't feel confident right now, I'm allowed, my context is so big because there's that little, little caveat in there. That's like, I am through my struggles and through my failures, those are helping women because other women are going to go experience those as well. My children, my daughters, my like, like everybody in my life, they will experience that. And so if my context is big enough that I'm like, I'm expecting that. And I know I'm going to utilize that. Then my train of thought, when I have self-doubt, when I have criticism, when I have things that are going on that make me just kind of question my own confidence, my own self-worth, it's a reminder of like, oh, this isn't, this is part of the context. You're going through these because the context is to be a mentor towards other women to do the same. So you have to learn these lessons and go through this so that you can help other women do it as well. And so you don't, this isn't to say that your context has to be about mentoring other women or mentoring children or, or doing some other stuff of, of where you're like, I'm going to take my failures and, and utilize this. But we as women, it's a superpower of ours, right? to guide and foster and to be mothers and to, if, if that's what you desi desire, but to be role models, even that too. I know the women listening to this podcast are those that are high performers that want to be leader, that are leaders, honestly, that are women that want to have influence in this world. And so if you can create a context that allows the failures and the struggles to be like so dang powerful to mean something that you have a context that you can fit that all in. It becomes so much easier to hold the duality of growing and evolving and changing who you are. Cause there is a duality to that. And so that's number one is you have to find a context that cannot be unraveled by a train of thought. And the second aspect is it can't be negated by its opposite. So again, if I say I'm the most confident person, but, but I wasn't in that situation, not a big enough context. Anytime that we say, but, or, well, just, uh, anything. Nope. You have to believe with every fiber of your body, of your hair, of your eyeballs, like everything in your body, you have to believe that your context is true, no matter what. So you have to create a context that the flip side of it, 
you don't find that even more true. And this is, again, this is where we kind of realized with my, my one client is that she had a, but, so she felt the flip side of like her context was, I am a present mama, but I wasn't yesterday, but I'm actually not. And so she has to create a context that the flip side, there are no buts. There are no feeling of like, no, well, but like, I don't actually like feel this all the time. Like, okay, I, I am present in my family, but nope, nope, no buts. Because this is the difference between personal power and circumstantial power a lot of the times. A lot of the times we can be in front of, uh, we can be in certain circumstances, whether or not that's at your office um, or with your friends or in front of, with your kids out in public. And you have really, like you're a present mama in when you're around other moms and their kids. But when you're at home, it's a whole different story. That's circumstantial power. We want personal power. We want you to feel aligned to your context, any, no, no matter what. So it doesn't have to be based on who you're around. It doesn't have to be based on whether or not somebody's watching you right now. It's truly just who you are. And this is where too, so con creating a big context, it's, it's fun. And it's really hard at the same time to align to it every single day as well. And I know that I was, I asked the question, okay, how do I align to it every single day? You don't, there's no how you just do, which drove me insane. Cause I was like, no, but like how, what are the meditations that I need to do? What's the mindset journaling tactics that I need to do every single day? Um, should I do this meditation in the morning? Should I think about it at night before I go to bed? Should I have a gratitude? Like, no, just tell me how to align to a big context every single day so that the things that I'm struggling with don't feel so hard. I don't, I just didn't want the path. Like I, I wanted to take the path of, um, the path of least resistance. And I wanted it to be the path that led me to my big context. And I kept asking, okay, but how do I do that? Okay. But, but what do I do today? Okay. But let me like go Google some morning routines of people that are in alignment and I'm just going to copy that. No. How do you do it? You just do it. How do you get back on track? You choose your context time and time again. And when your context, when you, when you start to have, and this is the hardest part and still even to the, like, I'm still struggling with it and still learning through of how do I do this? And it's just building up this, this muscle of how do you kind of go through this void of, okay, I, I know where I'm currently at. I've created this really big context that I'm super excited about. And then there's this void of where I'm currently at and where I want to go. And your context just helps you through this void and to be able to hold the void as strong as you possibly can. This is personal power, is to hold the void and know and trust and have faith that what you desire will come. There's no time to it. There's no, this isn't going to come fast enough or it's slow. It, it will come 
as long as you're able to hold your context and hold the void. This, this is a hard one because again, we're, we're such in an age of instant gratification where we're like, we're seeing people, let's say with body image or weight loss, we see people in 90 days lose the weight. And we're like, oh my gosh, like that, that 90 day program, look at their abs. They like, they don't have any fat rolls anymore. I want to do that. I want that. No, it's, we, we can't put ourselves in that because if we say, okay, in 90 days, I'm going to look like that. That's a small context. And that's where you're going to feel so much resistance and so much heaviness, because again, think of the small context, the small ball, it's a small orb. And then think of two of, <laughs> this is going back in my science days of energetics. When we have small kind of if, if, oh gosh, if particles are moving really, really like in tight spaces, it's a more solid surface. It's like a table versus if we had, and it's heavy too, versus if we have a big context, the particles are able to move freely and really, really, really fast and like light. And that's where we want to be. Cause that's the path that just makes it where miracles happen. Things can come into our own energies and we get what we want because we are allowing the space for it to come into and for us to receive. And it doesn't feel so heavy. It actually feels really, really light. And it feels like the path of least resistance. And it feels easy. And that's what we want. And that's what we can get if we can tap into this different mindset. So again, if you're sitting here saying, well, but how? There is no how, you just choose it choose to always come back to your context. I know this is hard. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Because it is, it's gonna, this is it. This is where you're going. You're like, okay, I have this context. Oh shoot, but this thing, nope, no buts. Okay, come back. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, okay, well, nope, there's a pizza there. Oh, do I wanna have the pizza. Oh, I had the pizza. Oh my gosh, I'm, nope, come back. It's the, con- this is the work. So it's not how, it's not laying out the meditations. It's not laying out. Okay. But how do I kind of structure my day? So I get my exercise. Like that's part of it. This is where I'm constantly saying, it's not about what we do anymore. It's about who we are and who we're becoming. We're becoming that person that chooses their context every single day when things are hard. Okay. But uh, nope, come back, come back to it. Oh, I'm laying in bed. Oh, I'm such a lazy person. Nope. Come back to your context. That's the work. That's our goal is to keep kind of figuring out. Okay. And I promise you what happens is that when you create a context, you will be tested. You will go through these quote unquote, prove it methods or prove it moments. That's what my mentor calls them. Uh, Okay. You say that you want this, prove it. I'm going to give you the experience right now where the moment that you say that you want to become the most confident person and lead women into that confidence, you're going to have a prove it moment. And you get to say, okay, either you're going to believe the negative self-talk, that heaviness, that small context, you're going to kind of go back into that. Or you're going to say, nope, come back to my context, my big context. Okay. I proved it. (laughs) Come at me. So friends, I feel like this is just the beginning of these conversations. This is 
literally just the tip of the iceberg. Um, and hopefully I'm going to re-listen to this. Hopefully it's not just like a jumbled up, like misinformation, but I hope that from this, you got just a little, little bit of something that just piqued your curiosity of, Oh, I don't even know where this life can go or what my context can grow into. Like, I hope, I hope you felt it in your body of just like, what is this? Cause I want you to ask yourself the question too. And I believe I asked this in the last episode as well. Um, but your dreams, your desires, your ambitions, you, I know you cause you're like me. What are they? Think about them right now and then check in with your body. How does that dream or your ambition feel inside your body right now? If you feel like there's fireworks shooting out of your body right now, that you are so unbelievably excited, that there is a lightness to you, that there is like you're, you just feel in the vibe. Okay, you got a pretty damn good context right there. If there's anything less than that, if there is anything of just like, huh, like I just kind of I feel the same, or there's heaviness. Um, for me, it throw it shows up kind of in my throat area and my chest area. It's like it's almost like a, a question breath, like a question mark in, in my breath, if that makes sense. It's a note, it's a, it's a check-in that energetically my body is telling me it's not there yet. There's still some disbelief. There's still something, there's a small context in your body right now. There's, there's not truth right there. So check in with yourself right now. And then I would love it if you would ask yourself the question of how big of a context can I dream up of? So don't be judgmental. Don't question your self-worth. Don't allow this, this mindset to, well, who am I to think that? Who am I to ask for that or want that? No, scratch that. We're going for exponential. <laughs> We're going because we want to align and calibrate to those men and women who are living a life that is insane. That's what we're living for. That's what we're reaching for. So let's untap that right now and just say, okay, if I wasn't afraid, what would I want in this life? What is my soul telling me is my true context? The biggest context that you can possibly believe in that you feel is in your body. It's true to who you are and who you are meant to be and who your purpose is in this life. So again, guys, I hope you received just a little bit of something, something that caught you, something that just your heart was like, Ooh, Okay. And then if this helped you, if you got just a little something um, and you feel like your friends or your family or, or whoever in your circle would find something as much as this, I would so appreciate this. If you would share either on your social media or share with your friends directly on this episode, um, as always keep going all in. Hey there. Thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women listening. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your friends. Or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget, if you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Katie Christ. See you back here next week.